There was a man sent from God, whose name was John. This man came as a witness to bear witness of the light, that altogether through him we might believe. He was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. John 1, 6 and 9 through 9. John the Baptist was born prior to the incarnation of God at Jesus Christ's birth. But John was here but for a generation. His purpose here was a witness to the generation that he lived in. There is a message here that has and is now being ignored, I believe, by the church. Hello, everyone. I'm Neil Parks, and welcome to Fill the Lamp. We're going to continue on with where we left off last time with Ecclesiastes as the precursor, if you will, to the Song of Solomon, or shall I say, the book of the love relationship with God. God has shown us all through his word, example after example, that without him in our lives, we're doomed. He has spoken to us through prophets, preachers, teachers, all these vessels that have been used and were but men and women who are just as much in need of him as any others are as we pass on to eternity. Now, Ecclesiastes 1.4 says, One generation passeth away, and another generation cometh. Let's listen to how John Gill describes this, passing and passing away and coming. John Gill describes it in his commentary, This shows that a man can have no profit of all his labor under the sun. Because of his short time here, as soon as, as soon almost as he has got everything by his labor, he must leave it. Not only particular persons, but families, nations, and kingdoms. Even all the inhabitants of the world that are contemporaries live together in the same age in a certain period of time. These gradually go off by death till the whole generation is consumed. As the generation, just like the generation of the Israelites in the wilderness were, death is meant by passing away. It is a going out of time into eternity, a departure out of this world to another, a quitting of the earthly house of this tabernacle headed to the grave, the house appointed for all living. It is man's going to his long home, and this is going the way of all the earth. In a short time, a whole race or generation of men 
and women go off the stage of the world. And then another generation succeeds them. So as we continue through Solomon's teaching, let's keep in mind that, like I said earlier, about the need for the understanding or precursor, if you will, is to set the stage for a radical love relationship that has to happen with Jesus Christ in preparation for the wedding. And this is found in the Song of Solomon. My friends, to prove the vanity of all things under the sun and their insufficiency to make us happy, Solomon here shows two things. Number one, that the time of our enjoyment of these things is very, very short. And for only a while, we continue in this world. But for one generation, which is continually passing away to make room for another, and we, too, are passing with it. Our worldly possessions we have gained from others— and must very quickly leave them to others. And therefore, to us, our possessions are vanity. They can be no more substantial than that life which is the foundation of them. And that is but a vapor which appears for a little while and then vanishes away. Secondly, that when we leave this world, we leave the earth behind us. But the earth stays where it is. And therefore, the things of the earth are of no benefit to us in regard to our fruit, future life. It is good for mankind in general that this earth endures to the end of time. Because then it and all the works in it shall be burnt up. But what is that to God's people when they are removed to the world of the Spirit? Now, unfortunately, we have the tendency to think this life of 50, 60, 70 years here on planet Earth is a long life. This is actually what Solomon is teaching. Life here is but a vapor. That's what James, the book of James, uh, chapter 4, verse 14 says, Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. We could revisit Matthew 24 and see that Jesus was being asked by the disciples as to when the end would come. Now stop and think about that question for a minute. What is the what difference did that make to them? Well, for one thing, they didn't understand it. After 3 years of following him, that his return would be 2,000 or more years later down the road? But here is the understanding. 
What Jesus is telling them is to be about passing this information that he's telling them forward. After hearing him teach and on to the next generation and that generation to the next and to the next and to the next. So that the progression of understanding is ongoing to the end of time. The preacher, Solomon, with his writings, is teaching that the futility of the world is a distraction. The world is vanity, or better understood as narcissism, self-centeredness, egotistic. Jesus in Matthew 24 tells us to avoid distractions. I like what one man said. We will be held accountable for the generation we live in. Now, keeping the main thing the main thing in that in the writings of Ecclesiastes, if we do not understand the trap of the world and what it presents to the church and its potential followers of Christ, we will never understand the God of love portrayed in the Song of Solomon in which I feel with all my heart is the bride he is preparing. We're going to wrap it up today with this question. Are you pursuing the Lord Jesus Christ to gain access into heaven by his grace? Or are you pursuing him as his bride for everlasting life. Well, I hope all of you are continually seeking the Lord and his word daily. Fill the Lamp is now in over 20 countries around the world. And I I really invite you to Ask questions if you want, and you can ask them on the email, fill the lamp, all one word, at yahoo.com. Let me pray for you. Father God, I just lift up the listeners right now, wherever they may be, whatever port they're living in, wherever they're at, whatever country they're in, whatever part of this world. We're all believers if we believe in Christ as the body. Father God, I just lift them up to you. I pray right now, Lord, that they would seek you with all their heart and all their soul. Father God, I just just thank you that we can come and we can study and we can listen to your word that you have given us. It's just incredible that... Here, 2,000 years later, it's as effective as it's always been. But your word says that you are never changing. You're the same today as you were yesterday and tomorrow. Lord, I just lift up the listeners in whatever they're going through, their situations in life. 
I pray that they would seek you, would seek you with a hunger and thirst for righteousness. And I pray this in your precious name, Jesus. Amen and amen. Until next time, I'm Neil Parks.